Welcome to the Free Play Arcade Podcast live at Last Christmas 2, Free Play Arlington. We were we were filming this live, and if you're just watching now, it's on the YouTube. You can check out a highlight video of this Last Christmas party on YouTube that we'll be discussing now, and kind of going over Last Christmas 1, and really anything else we feel like talking about. Um, you can subscribe up there, up there, somewhere, everywhere, wherever you're listening to this now, that would be youtube itunes basically anywhere you can listen to a podcast we are on it you can subscribe and want to start us on a down note longtime sponsor just water supposedly we were going to have a surprise guest Jaden smith was going to be here at the last christmas to party christmas harder of course but is he not anymore well okay so he actually was trying to hit the last christmas to party in sydney australia as well which he did but he was not able to make it out of the airport before armageddon hit sydney which they're about a day ahead so unfortunately Jaden smith will not be here um but we would like to offer that uh any of his surviving family members will jada um who's here back and forth anybody anybody willow willow thank you thank you I, I'm, I'm not i'm not I'm looking to you for confirmation here, Matt. Yes. Yes. Okay. They're all welcome to attend. All of them. Jaden Smith's Just Water. All of them. The rest of Last Christmas 2 for free. I I think Matt might have been out of the loop on the uh, Jaden Smith Just Water thing. I'm nodding. Oh, yes. Well, good job. Good job. (laughs) I am being joined as frequently by Richard, COO, cool Tam guy who's not wearing a Tam today. What? Yeah, and also the occasionally mentioned fabulously bearded tech of Free Play Arlington, Matt Johnson. Welcome. Subbing in. Yes. For the time. Yes, and we are not being Until joined. something breaks and, you know, he has to just ditch out, headphones still attached, yeah. knocks over the entire podcast setup. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we are not being joined by Corey. We might be joined by Corey later. Yeah, he'll pop in later. Yeah. You'll Maybe. look in the background, and you'll know before we do if he's going to be on the podcast. I want to see him, like, come in the door. I want to, like, watch the video and see him come in the door, right? And then just, like, panic, jump on the stage, see right. which one of us he knocks over. To take, right, toss ninja rolls. He'll toss me the pinball, pinball coil I'm waiting for. and Oh, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll swap, swap props. Gotcha, gotcha. Live swap. Love it. Well, what are we talking about first? Last Christmas 2, or do I start badgering Matt about what being a tech means at Free Play Arcade? Uh, yeah, let, let's start with a, a refresher. So... Last year, we did our first ever Last Christmas event. We thought it was the end of the world. Turns mm-hmm. out, big surprise, it was not the end of the world. This year... Don't tell Jaden. This year, definitely the end of the world. I feel it coming. I mean... Mm-hmm. So, we're having another massive end of the world Last Christmas party. Um, and we're going to see how that goes. But last year was really cool. So, we wanted that event to be, like, the biggest blowout event that we ever did i mean and we were crazy uh our goal was let's throw a party so we got like fifty thousand pounds of snow filled up the parking lot had a 14 foot christmas tree outside uh we had what uh an ice skating rink that was you know maybe not the coolest ice skating rink in the world but you know we had it still um we did spinagog dreidel competitions uh we had my favorite uh, we had just all sorts of different events planned. I mean, we were doing retro games. Which uh, which games were we featuring last year? 
Boy, last year, I don't remember. Were you here? Uh, we had one of the Winter Olympic Games. That's true, uh, yeah, yeah. For, what was it, Sega Saturn? Was that a year ago already? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Everything feels like the same day to me. Yeah. I, yeah, I, don't, I remember, I don't remember what the other one was. Yeah, we had a... We had a... Um, Freedom, the George Michael tribute band. By the way, we are live at Free Play Arlington, so when you hear massive screaming in the background, little bit of 80s music that gets this band off of YouTube forever, or just Orlando yelling random stuff, that's uh, that's because we're live. But yeah, I, I, I had to t- respond to some text messages real quick. Don't <laughs> mind me. I had a ton of fun. We are live. Last year with... Uh, I remember Rob brought brought his uh, his dog to play in the snow. Um, it was it was one of my favorite events here, even though I I, I stayed like huddled in the the synagogue slash prize wheel area. That that was fun. I, I liked watching all the kids um, start tearing apart the decorative Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. There were literally just empty boxes wrapped to look oh, like yeah. Have you to had look festive. They're no. over here. No, no, no. That, that, that was outside last year. Okay. So, and yeah, it, under was, the, uh, the Christmas tree in the parking lot. Yeah. No, it actually all started off. Uh, Corey's nephew, yeah. I think, was the one who began <laughs> the destruction. Uh, it, everything was going really well. It was a really pretty scene until he realized that they didn't actually have presents in them. And he got very angry and started, like, ripping them all open and kicking <laughs> them around. Next thing you know, there's just a horde of, like, 20 children all just ripping these presents apart. Um, I, I remember uh, uh, seeing Corey and Kelsey just watching and just laughing, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, there you go." Hey, they had <laughs> a good time, good time for time, <laughs> and that's uh, that's you know what it was about. Yeah, having yeah. a good time. So, destruction of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. and if you want to see, world clips was going to end anyway. Of that, I'm not sure if there was actual like child destruction of Christmas presents during that that party that was captured, but we do have recaps from last year's party on our YouTube channel. That's fair. And uh, this year. We have similar, some similar things. We got retro games happening. We have ourselves a three-button Clay Fighter Sega Genesis tournament. Yeah, yeah. I have no but idea what the prize is for that. Uh, not no in idea the house. either. Uh, now for the Clay Fighters, though, you can only use uh, the Snowman character. Isn't that correct? Bad oh. Mr. Frosty. Yeah, Bad Mr. Frosty. Oh no! All my practice for nothing. Ah, uh, were you going with Taffy uh, or Helga? Uh, Helga. Uh. Helga. <laughs> And only because Nana Man wasn't available. Oh. But apparently all I could do is pad Mr. Frosty, which is understandable. Right. Yeah. How much experience do you have in that game, Matt? Oh, man. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, my parents uh, rented it for me for mm-hmm. a weekend mm-hmm. and didn't have any friends come over to play it. So I pretty much just tried to do what I could with my limited Street Fighter II knowledge. And it uh, slightly paid off. It killed a weekend. It was really fun. Yeah. I always loved the graphics of that game. Is there a boss? Um, there was a sort of final boss, which I think... Oh, man. I don't remember. I, just, I, I remember there being a really big challenge at the end of it, but yeah. I don't remember what the boss was. Well, usually the challenge for me is, like, I can't figure out what these buttons are. What about you? Did you play <laughs> yeah. this game? No, I actually haven't played the game, so yeah. uh, I look like forward to... like a claymation to... look to it. Mm-hmm. Like a... Like a... What's the what's it what's the famous guy who did Harry? You know, I don't remember uh, who did it, but I, I do I do know the other game Claymates was the one that came before that. So there's mm-hmm. actually Claymates characters that make cameos in Play oh, Fighters, nice. like the little cat that runs by saying round two like on a balloon. Gotcha. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, it's really fun. You know, I'm feeling really positive about my button mashing skills for this game. Oh, so you're gonna guarantee victory? I, I don't know. I I think that I might just have this. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, Matt has a lot of experience playing this game. 
I can push buttons, so I, I can uh, depot a Hadouken game fairly well. So nice. We'll, we'll see how far that goes. Wait, that happens on that Mr. Frosty has yeah. one of those. Yeah, he, he, he's got a he, I, he throws his shot. own he throws his own fist. Nice, and then, and then it goes back. Oh, uh, he nice. also has a I think it's a half circle motion to do like a f- freeze breath, but I'm not sure what that does. Mm-hmm. Well, that's about all I figured out. Whenever we were testing that. Yeah, as we speak, Arthur is just working on his infinite combo so that he can most assuredly win. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to watching it. It should be pretty interesting, and we'll see how long it takes for everyone to get tired of bad Mr. Frosty. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, before round two. That's well, fair. Yeah. No uh, No. Nate this year. He won our legendary three-button three tournament on Street Fighter during the 24-hour event. Wow. He's going to be here next week, not this week. Nice. So he can't defend his championship. He can't win a second year's worth of Mr. Brown, sadly. Oh, not that that's the prize. That was the greatest prize of all time. I honestly don't even know what these prizes are yet. So uh, we'll have to wait for Corey so, to show okay. up. And- then I will go over what I'm doing, which is Stenagog. Ah! Year two. I've got Jeremy Golden coming in to help me help me TO there, because it's complex timing the, the uh, dreidel. It's a competitive dreidel spinning board game. Uh, actually presented by Major League Dreidel. There is a Major League Dreidel arena. You've played it, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the Major League Dreidel Association. Correct. Um, they have listed world records. And, you know, I have to say, uh, Kelsey Hyden, uh, my sister, says that she is feeling really confident this year. She thinks that she might be able to break a world record. I think the world record is like 14 seconds. 14 seconds, 14 I know. Seconds. It doesn't sound very long. No, it's a long but time a for a dreidel. it's a long time to spin a dreidel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, the winning score last year was 11 seconds. Are, are there well, any band techniques? Like, are you allowed to, like, spin it with a, with a clap or you have to use one hand? You, can, you, can, you know, I don't know of any techniques that okay. are necessarily banned, right. but I think Kelsey's had an unfair advantage. She took the spinagogue home and has oh, been playing it no. with her children. And so she's had an entire year's worth of practice. Wow. So I really hope she sets some uh, some pretty good scores today. I could, I could just see her there with a stopwatch. Just going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, good stuff. Six straight months of training. Oh. All the kids. Yeah. No homework. Just spinning dreidels. <laughs> I mean, claiming world records, that's nothing to laugh at. Yes, haven't done that earlier today. <laughs> Let's see, what else we got? Christmas Nights, the Sega Saturn game. You guys play that one? Ridiculously fun to uh, fly around and uh, try and. That's like one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen, and I have never played it. It's really nice. A little bit difficult with the uh, the controls occasionally. You get lost with the background swirling around, but right, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what Corey was explaining to me in the lab, the secret lab yesterday. Was was the game appears to be three D, and the background is indeed three D, but the gameplay itself is happening on a two D plane. It's it's very Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that style of art. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I get so disoriented while trying to. I, I go to move uh, my character, and I think that I'm in a 3D game sometimes, and it just doesn't work the way I want to. I end up going down. and Right. Due, due to modern gaming, you want to control the camera, which is panning around, and, and it, it kind of tricks your head. You don't realize yeah. you're in a 2D game, especially you know with modern games where you just pan the camera and continue along. I think we but just have a, to uh, play a little the, more. This it's is so the awesome special though. Christmas version, though. Yes, it's Christmas okay. night. Because I remember Nights in the Dreams like, yeah. being a different one. Okay. Yeah. Over there on the... We got those on PVMs? Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. It's just the best possible 
console setup over there. It's crazy. Dude, I love those monitors. They are so crisp and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're the standard for sure. Let's see. Oh, we've already had the uh, the Naughty or Nice present wheel mm-hmm. going for every $5 purchase, getting uh, things like, let's see, it's not a lump of coal this year. I still have my lump of coal from two years ago. No, so I think that you can get, um, what was it, a, uh, a crumb too small for a mouse, just, you know, mm-hmm. like this. Um, you can win a lump of nothing. Yes. Uh, you can win, I don't know. There's, there's, there's. Christmas DVDs. I've seen someone win uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Nice. There's a. Uh, I'm holding out for that yoga video. You know. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's how that 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 like, no one wants. Some more. Yeah, there's there's a prize for literal a uh, DVD that literally no one wants, and and various other. Oh, uh, McDonald's toys came back. I remember the Chicken McNuggets from last year were hugely popular. We've got McDonald's toys. We've got. Uh, what there's a, a backpack like, like classic McDonald's toys too. Oh, there's wow. like a retro backpack, mm-hmm. uh, I believe. I don't know, just all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Whatever the a... kids didn't take from tearing open the presents that don't actually have presents in them, <laughs> we're giving away on the prize wheel. Nice. Uh, well, later. that's fun. And for the prize wheel, uh, it's for every five dollars you spend at our bar today, you get a spin of the wheel. So uh, hopefully, we'll have a lot of spins and give away a lot of prizes today. I have I have my receipt. I, I tabbed out today. Can I spend it eight times? You can spend it eight yes. times. Nice. I'm gonna get so many lumps of coal. Yeah. Also, who on here is qualified to talk about pogs? Because it is not me. Oh man. I have played pogs, although I found out. Okay. So my entire right, childhood. So, so before we before, before you get going, pogs. That's happening today. Pog battle station over there from eleven AM to six PM. Pogs going wild. We're giving them away to, I believe, the first 150, something like that? Yeah, so the first 150 people who come through the door today, they get a present from us. It has a DVD for movie night. Uh, We're calling it Bad Movie Night, since we have no idea whether these are good or bad movies. You also get 15 pogs and a free play koozie. Now, those 15 pogs, we've got our free play pog rules, which is a three pog at a time battle. So you and up to four other people each wager three pogs. You stack them upside down, and you use the various slammers that we have out on our table to basically uh, try and flip over as many of those pogs for keeps, because we do play for keeps here at Free Play. So we've got a bunch of extra pogs over on the table right now, and uh, we look forward to... We've had several people come by and uh, start uh, fighting over pogs and, you know, trying to... uh, win as many as they can on the battle station so we'll see how that goes a uh, funny thing is that uh josh rylander actually has been an official judge for a an official pog tournament before i had no idea why does that not surprise me well he taught me that i've been playing pogs wrong my entire life how dare you sir i know i had no idea well and i had thousands of pogs as a kid i mean every time clearly when me and matt play pogs at least three times a week, we play <laughs> by the Josh Rylander official rules of pog. Well, now I know too. That's how you refer to it. Well, Not sure. It, it, can can you summarize in twenty seconds what the official rules you got wrong were? So he can take as long as he wants. Nice. Please, please, twenty minutes on pogs. Go. So that's what I said. Uh, twenty I don't know hours. If I can do twenty minutes on pogs. <laughs> no. So as a kid, I never knew that you couldn't hold the slammer the official rules no, no, are that you have to balance yeah. the slammer okay. on two fingers and then, and then flip. flip it yeah. and when you flip it your 
fingers can't be on the slammer when it hits the stack. You were literally holding this thing and right. smashing it against a pile of That pogs? is how we played as kids. Oh my goodness. I know. I did not know how... I, I feel so embarrassed now. I feel embarrassed for you. My entire friend group, like every person that I ever played with, we were playing it wrong. Wow. Had no idea. That's like playing baseball without a pitcher. Huh. I don't... Wow. Okay. So wh- while I do my patented Matt Johnson head bob... Uh-huh. What's your history with Pogs? You clearly know um, better than either of us. I, I actually played it quite a bit. Um, this is the first time... Live construction in, happening in the is, background. Yeah, uh, th- this is the first time I think I've talked about Pogs in, uh, yeah, almost 30 years. But, uh, yeah, I, I played quite a bit. I actually, for funsies, went to the uh, National uh, Pog Championships that was Whoa. over here at one of the convention centers in DFW. Um, it was all kind of a blur, so I don't really remember. But mm-hmm, as a, mm-hmm. you uh, remember being messed around by I, this one judge? Uh, probably, <laughs> yeah. probably. Well, I mean, really, I, I, I was a, I was a preteen, so I can't assume he would be much older than me. Although he could have been, so I, I don't know. Same um, age, he is immortal. Okay, well that that makes sense. He's immortal. Um, the judge but, of every nerdy competition of but all I, time. I, I remember one of the biggest things there, other than the actual competition, which I got two strikes and was out immediately because uh-huh. uh, <laughs> I'm just bad at it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, to be it was, fair, it was when ex- Richard eliminated you, he was clearly cheating. It, it was it was I all was. the hype in the world was going on in that place, dude. I just like smashed that. I had the cheater pogs too. Right. Man, I mean, just just if you can just imagine like a like like a typical uh, MLG setup mm-hmm. with all the just the crowds of, of preteens and everybody, and all just going crazy over pogs and slammers and on their own little like like barrel sized playfields, and and we were just all going at it. It was super fun. Uh, but the biggest thing there was they would take your picture. And print that picture on a slammer. Nice. And I still have that atrocity to remind myself of that flannel shirt I wore that day with my glasses, and I I was I was in it. I was really classy. I was so proud of that slammer, and I showed it to no one. (laughs) But I might be able to bring that later today. You make me feel like a a scrub. I had like the pog maker, where you had like adhesive pogs, yeah, and you would put pictures or like newspapers. I did a lot of like the comics from the Sunday uh, paper. And you would put it in this little device and twist it around, and it would cut out your custom pogs. Nice. So I had like a million of those with our faces on everything, and yeah. you know, seeing how everything would go. I, I remember a few old snow cone stands in the area that converted into pog sellers. That's mm. all they did was sell pogs. It was so huge. I mean, it was like ten times what fidget spinners were. Nice. Like last last year or so. Oh man. Just absolutely amazing, but it's a so, game, and you can play it with people. That's what's so fun about it. It's a social interaction. You can practice by yourself, but it really comes down to playing with other people and winning. And so few people played for keeps because they liked what they had. Uh-huh. But if somebody said, "Let's play for keeps," you knew you were in the danger zone. <laughs> you, you know they were like serious. They were going to steal your lunch money uh-huh. and go home and be so proud of it. So yeah, Josh just walks around the corner with his referee outfit oh, yeah, on. Totally whistle. Yep, yep, ready to go. Flags. So how old? Cards. How old were you during this, this oh, pod competition, I, I, and how big was the Matt Johnson beard um, in the Matt Johnson pod? It, it was zero uh, uh, because I was. I, I want to really say count I, then. Well, I was, I was like twelve to thirteen. It was. It was. See, that's not what I, I imagine a, a seven-year-old Matt Johnson. Kid. I, I can't handle it. You had at least twenty percent of this beard when you were seven. I'm sure. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was. So. It was. It was just patched on. Ah. Yeah. So hardcore pogging happening. 
until 6 p.m. Oh, yeah. I you're- mean, people throwing those things all over the place over there, so. It's happening. Yeah, so you're seeing construction around us. Why? <laughs> well, we're on stage being yelled at by children everywhere. And later today on stage, we're going to have Calling Jack Burton play. No. Yeah. Our uh, free play regulars at this point. Emerald City Productions just showed up, and it uh, looks like they're loading in some of the speakers and things. So we'll uh, get all of that figured out. So yeah, Calling Jack Burton hitting the stage again. Uh, I know you've seen them several times. Have you seen them outside of free play? I have. Where at? First time that we ever saw them was at the... In Austin? Uh, no, Texas Theater. They came down oh, for yes. an Alamo Drafthouse Texas Theater event. What? That for- happened? Okay, th- Stop. Alamo Drafthouse and Texas Theater together had a, had an event. Absolutely, at Texas Theater. It was the Back to the Future party oh, that they, uh, Alamo Drafthouse sponsored at Texas Theater. Um, and we, we had brought our... It's like having the, the Burger King McDonald's World Championships. <laughs> well, we had brought out Wendy's. our uh, Play Choice 10 with a wild gunman. We had custom uh, made it into a wild gunman for the event just mm-hmm. so that uh, people could play the game featured in Back to the Future. Right, right. You had to use your hands. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's like a baby's toy. Indeed it is. <laughs> yeah, so that's where you first saw Calling Jack Burton. Well... I first saw them at the year party, the... First year anniversary party. It was me and Corey. We were hanging out, and we were in the audience of the Texas Theater, just chilling after this really long day. I don't remember why it was so long, but we got there. Everything was working out. We were just like, all right, let's relax. We each grab a beer. We go, and we sit down in the seats, and this band is on stage, and they are putting on the most amazing set of 80 songs we have ever heard from a live band. And immediately we're just like, damn, like they were good. We we've got to get them at some point in time and do a party with them. And now we've used them what four or five times. I don't even remember. We love them so much. Yeah, they're great. I remember from the last party that was just like, I'm not listening to free play music. This sounds live, but it sounds like the same song. Like just amazing covers. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm a fan. I I I heard them first during the year anniversary party for free play. That you, we've brought them back several times. This might be their fourth time, maybe maybe even more than that. They're playing a, a free play event, they always put on a good show. They're always into it. They, they, I think I think they they vaguely enjoyed the arcade motif initially, and now they're like legit fans and like want to come out. Awesome. Um, and congratulations in the background. You may have missed it. Warren Costanza breaking the Galaga high score. Congrats. Nice. You heard that earlier. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, it must be that, that suit. Was, <laughs> indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Amazing suit. Yeah, so they're playing. Probably not going to shoot a another video with them. Although, although we'll, we'll surely catch them in the highlights. Um, Midnight, the superstar, who could not join us for our podcast once again. Uh, well, he, he's got to get his beauty sleep. I mean, he's playing until 2 o'clock in the morning. He may be ducking you. Just saying. He has a tendency I, I to do my, that. I have my Christmas Sagat over there. Christmas Sagat was, was playing games earlier today. Okay, nice. Yeah. The only red and green Street Fighter player I could play. Wow. But, uh, yeah. The Terminator, DJ Terminator Mike B, he'll be here at midnight while we're all delirious, while events are still happening, while I'm doing a redo late night Spinagog competition. Yeah. Yeah. That starts at uh, 1 a.m.? 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Be here. Pure delirium. Or go back in time and be here, please. Well, yes, please. This is live recorded broadcast. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Viewed from the end of the world, <laughs> from after the end of the world. Well, we don't know if anyone will ever actually watch this footage. Maybe you know someone will be 
in like a space pod and this no, no, we are going to we are so we're this is how it works we're gonna film this broadcast right record it we're gonna send it back in time whoa yes yes whoa so that before the end of the world so that they can view it there yeah so feel free to come join us in the future end of the world whenever that day is some nice uh, wibbly wobbly timey wimey things going on here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right um so have any of y'all played home alone home alone wait a minute what yeah what is fp but fp drive that's i honestly have no idea what that means Man. but we're playing home alone okay um has anyone actually played this game? Which Absolutely version? not. Uh, I believe that this is the NES version. NES version. Oh, wow. I've never played the NES. See, I grew up with the Game Gear version of this game, and I loved this growing up. <laughs> we we played it, like, every time that we were in on a, like, road trip as a family. Uh, me and my sister, we'd fight over the Game Gear playing it in the car because uh, we had, like, the battery pack that could go with it and plug it into the uh, car charger. But I absolutely love this game. I hear uh, we have a couple of resident uh, experts in this game here who know all of the patterns of the wet bandits. And I've actually heard that as well. And yet I find it unfathomable. And and yet I've heard several people brag to, to that end. And I'm, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, well, and they apparently know all of the different combinations to make the best weapons and you know where everything's located and time-wise. So... I don't know. I think it's going to be really crazy, but uh, I think that there might just be uh, some sort of a score drive, or maybe it's just open play. I really don't know, but uh, we'll figure until, it all out. Until the uh, the bandits shut us down. What was the name of the, the bandit group of Joe Pesci and... The Wet, the wet bandits. bandits. The Wet Bandits. Because that was their trademark. Yeah, the is Sticky they Bandits. Would, yeah, they would just turn on the faucets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which may or may not have happened earlier in the free play islands and bathrooms. Correct. Yeah. yeah. We, we tend to get our own versions of the... We, we fixed that. <laughs> yes. Wet Bandits. A little bit Arlington early. Natives. Yeah. So, last but not least, and not last on your scorecard, 8 p.m., Breakdancing Santa Battle. What? All right, so How many? Wait. How many? I think we're having four Santas. Woo! Last year was only two, right? One. One. It was well, one. So, one. last year... We had our breakdancing Santa come, and we said, hey, we want... The real Santa. The The real Santa. Santa. Uh, Real Santa, he is a professional breakdancer, just in his spare time. He showed up, and we said, uh, hey, will you do a a b-boy routine for us? And he said, absolutely. You know, I love free play arcade. As, you know, everyone knows, Santa loves free play arcade. Of course, of course. So... He said, absolutely. How long would you like me to dance for? And Corey said, like I don't 45 know. 45 minutes like, like that. Yeah, 45 minutes. <laughs> That's, you spin on your head for 45 minutes straight. Corey That could clearly, win a dreidel competition. Nice. Yeah, I, I mean, do remember that. If it, you balanced a dreidel that, on your head and you spun on your head for 45 minutes, well, would it count? I was thinking that he would be the dreidel. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, I remember seeing a profusely sweating Santa. Yes. That was a very long set. Oh anyway, my goodness. Santa has found a way to clone himself, and there will be four versions of Santa wow. here. So you're saying four real Santas? Four real Santas. They're all the real Santa. Interesting. I did not know that. I thought it might be Santa and his three friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think a Miami Vice Santa would be pretty, pretty <laughs> nice. fly. That'd be awesome. Miami Vice Santa. Does that mean he has like the white? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, gotcha. And then the red underneath. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Classy. 
So, uh, who are the betting favorites for this breakdancing Santa battle? Ooh, uh, you know, I'm gonna go with Santa. <laughs> Santa. I'd say it's a good guess. It's a good guess. I don't know. Call me crazy. Yeah. I'm a so, uh, gambling that should, man. That should be good to see. I see Corey wandering around here. We could, we could peel him up on the. Yeah, he's got a uh, gremlin sweater on that's looking pretty fly. Oh, uh, is it an ugly sweater? Or oh, just my a... jump man. You I like, like jump, jump man. man. They tell me it's Mario, but jump man's great. I'm a too I'm old school for play, that. Free play arcade <laughs> veteran, so give me, give me jump man. We actually have Mario. We actually have this game. We have versus Super Mario Brothers on the floor, mm-hmm. but you know. I'm feeling the jump man today. Looking better than ever. Did some work on that nice. a while ago. Yeah. Nice. I'm sure Good stuff. I'm sure Keith is trying to break more than thirty three million on that, it now. That's his thing. Yeah. yeah, he has he has the world record by like times ten or yeah. something like that. He uh he showed up here earlier today. He got here at like eleven o'clock. He's sticking with us till two AM. So Absolutely not. It. He is planning on it. He will not make it. <laughs> he he apparently has not slept since yesterday at seven PM. Wow. He had to work last night, so he has been up all night, came straight here. We're going to see how that goes. I'm really excited. I told him he needs to take care of himself, whatever yes. that means to Please. him. Yes, Lots of water in Mario. Yep. Absolutely. Right now, I, I am I think he started the day willing. with a Colt 45, so uh, we'll see how mom, that goes. The moment he wants, I am his next-door neighbor, and I will give him a ride home at any moment. <laughs> he wants to come up here right now and say, Chris, I've had enough. Uh-huh. I am driving him home, and someone else is taking over the microphone. We can just uh, put some blankets down in the back. And- By the way, it is interesting to have like you know multiple world record holder like right across the alleyway. From <laughs> his his little game collection in his room is gigantic. That's one of the things I love about this place so much is just the regulars, and then those that I call the super regulars that are here like you know more than once a week. Yeah, yeah, and and just all of them just just. Well, you're one of those. I mean. You're hired, but... I, I was, yeah. I, I loved it. I would just come up here and just play Gauntlet Legends for, you know, four to six hours at a time, just leveling my wizard or my my Valkyrie or my Minotaur or whatever it is I wanted to get, get going that time. And, uh, yeah, I mean... It, did you get, did you get all characters at 99? Uh, I did not. I did not. Um, it, it is a work in progress, though. Um, my... The... Uh, my... Which one did I do first? Um, not the wizard. Jessica demanded that I leave the wizard to her. Okay. She okay. wanted to be the only 99 wizard. Uh-huh. And so I, I got my wizard to like 78. Okay. Slowly. Uh, I think I was working on the Valkyrie next. Of course, I'm doing the alternate characters. So like the, mm. the Falconists and things right. like that. If you get a character to level 10 and then you hold turbo when you pick your character again, it gives you the animal form of them. <laughs> and Does that count on the scoreboard? Uh, it still calls you like Valkyrie or warrior, or whatever. but but you're a Falconist. Okay, like okay. It, it's a different skin, but they're also a little bit more powerful. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Because they start fun. with like level ten stats. If I Did yeah. we at one point interrupt your entire process and swap machines on you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that that hit <laughs> that hit uh, uh, my wife a little harder than myself because I I wasn't actively playing it at the time. Uh, you know, it's been a few months since I've gotten on it, um, but it's it's her go-to. Uh, she loves coming up here, visiting me, uh, hanging out, having a beer, and then Gauntlet. And just you just bob your head to the 80s tunes while you're grinding out levels, and uh, she loved that. And then uh, she came up here one day and said, what did you do with Gauntlet? How dare had, you, Matt Johnson? I had to throw it up. All Matt's I, fault. I, I couldn't. Ha- I had nothing to do with this. So How we'll, uh, dare you, sir? We'll, we'll, we'll see if it happens. Gauntlet, We're blaming you. Gauntlet see. Legends fans, send your complaints to Matt Johnson. <laughs> 
You know, I'm still just waiting on my t-shirt. So they flash an advertisement on Gauntlet that says mail-in for a t-shirt. And, you know, I did that like a year ago, and I still haven't seen anything. So You may be a little bit late on that. (sighs) Uh, By a week or two, I think they just ended it. Since since they heard about the end of the world. It's okay. I think that there's a a Black Knight one on the original Black Knight that... uh, I can still get it. Or no, Black Knight 2000. I'm going to really? go for that t-shirt nice. next. Nice. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. We will have Matt my upload crossed. the video in the past <laughs> when the, ac- the the actual offer is still good. So, nice. Yeah, so yeah. When, well, while we're messing with time, might as well. When young Richard is watching this video of the future destruction of the world at Last Christmas 2, you will know to go play Gauntlet Legends immediately and then get your free t-shirt. I remember that moment. That by the way, the aforementioned <laughs> yeah, the, the, the aforementioned Keith Carlson actually got me a Road Blaster shirt. I saw that. He, yeah. he put up an April Fool's joke yeah. of a screenshot of the screen with the address, and then he was like, I got it in! And he's like, opening it up, and he's like, yeah! yeah. And everyone freaked out, and people started actually writing in. And oh then, my goodness. And the next day, he had to go, guys, it was a joke, it was April Fool's. Wow. Calm down. Yeah, so, but but uh, nice. that, that was a good one. That's, oh that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, he actually, so he got two of the shirts. He got me, he yeah. got me one as well because awesome. during the monthly, we both beat the beat the game, beat right. Rally 50 or whatever it is. So. Ah, 50, oh man, that is such a trick. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's you only get one chance time. too. That's, right, that's yeah. the thing. It's like yeah. you can grind it out all the way to level 50 and if you can't beat like that one level and one try and right. it's the longest level in the game by five. Wow. Then, then you're done and you can start all over yeah. again. But well, it's free play, so. Other than Gauntlet Legends, the other t shirt that I managed to mail in for, again, Mortal another, Kombat 2. An, no, another Midway title, though. Uh, War Final Assault. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. When, when I finally got all the way to the end of that one and it gave me the t shirt prompt, I was like, sure. Yeah. And I actually found that one in storage uh, a few months ago. And, yeah, yeah, waiting yeah, for that one to come to the, the floors of a free play. I've, I've seen one passing through on the floors of Arlington. Did, uh-huh. you, did you turn it on? I did. And did and you beat it? One credit? Not one credit, because the rust is pretty thick. Yeah. Um, but Back in the day, uh, I get yeah. to the final... final bo- Definitely the final level. I can't remember if I could get to the final boss, but I couldn't one credit the entire game. I don't know how that's possible to one credit the final boss, honestly. I, I mean, it, it is so, possible to get to it yeah, on yeah. one credit, but but that, uh, boss, is, that boss is a mess. It's yeah. such a mess. But, but that Still is a fun... Game. We're, once we get all four cabinets up and going, I want to see them back to back to back, and we can start having some uh, super end of the world tournaments, nice. battling each other and fragging it out. It's going to be so fun. Te- Tech and Matt, what is your go-to weapon in War Final Assault? Oh air man, air blaster. So you know the, what that is the biggest trick in War Final Assault. The air blaster is great, mm-hmm. but. I really so the barrel of monkeys is also that one of those random ones that just spawns on a map randomly. You don't know yeah. if it's going to pop up, and right. it shoots out a little monkey that has dynamite strapped on his back, right. and he just goes wobbling yeah. up to you and just explodes. And you have to yeah, shoot it, shoot to kill it. it. You get your, you get yeah. your machine gun on. Like, um, you hear that? It's it's a super tricky up. thing. I, I'd, I'd say as far as playing it, um, the grenade launcher is awesome mm-hmm. because you can aim, shoot. And if you miss the direct hit, get some splash damage, but then drop your gun and hit with your normal. What? And if you if you it, and that'll chip them out basically. Yeah. Uh, that's a really fun technique I like. Uh, a lot of people when they first start, they go straight for that uh, the homing missiles, the the homing launcher, because beep beep beep, and you shoot three rockets. But once you get good at the game, you can dodge those real easy. So that that that's kind of a, a fun right. learning curve there. I love that yeah. one. Yeah, and, and the arcade patrons would never quite get the technique down of dodging the uh, 
the three missiles, but I remember abusing it quite quite often. Oh yeah, like you could you could basically win every arcade game. Yeah, because it'd be four players and somebody would be would be running into homing rockets. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's pretty nuts. Okay, we are going to wrap up part one of our last Christmas two live special kids yelling in the background podcast. Yeah. Wanna that's just that's just like fifty Orlando's. That's nice. Well, right. I think with all of this uh, activity and stage setup around us, I think we're going to have to move to another location. So, stay tuned for part two somewhere else, and uh, we'll see how that goes. All right, we'll see you guys later. R.I.P. Jaden Smith. <laughs>